Okay. I'm, I said it. Excellent. Said it and forget <laughs> it. Yep. It's like a crock pot. Yep. Yeah. Or the Ronco. Ronco <laughs> rotisserie oven of podcasts. <laughs> oh, I like that. I'll take that. <laughs> it comes with a free can of that spray for your bald spot. <laughs> <laughs> The Little Red Bandwagon, your twice-weekly podcast dedicated to celebrating the radio show turned podcast Too Beautiful to Live in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. I'm Bobby Pape, and I am joined on this superb Owl Sunday by, in Everett, Washington, Christy Wise. Hello, Bobby. Hello. And in Dallas, Texas, Meredith Mahan. Good morning still to you. Meredith. Good afternoon to you, Bobby. It's just another one of those days. Uh, Mike Frizzell is not with us this week because he's not he dead, is... though. I mean, we have to kind of preface that right. when he's not here. Right. Because who knows? It wasn't. It, yeah. Uh, this is not uh, calorie intake or cholesterol related. <laughs> he hasn't died of alcohol abuse or yet. Poor choices not in yet. Vegas. <laughs> uh, right. Mike is in Vegas for the Super Bowl weekend and. Uh, we can't report on anything he's doing because those things stay in Vegas, as we're told. Um, but uh, he's probably not sober as we're recording this. <laughs> uh, we will do a quick run of last week's TBTL because we've all got Super Bowl-related things to get to. I'm going to say it. They consume me. Oof. You're brave. Uh, we'll do a quick round of LRE business followed by your weekend review with what might be the shortest clip of the week. In our tenure, <laughs> followed by housekeeping and how to get involved. But first, some LRB business. Uh, Christy, do you have a, a one or two minute update on the Lions for us? Oh, yesterday, I don't even know what the team was, but they were super aggressive, um, punching kids in the face, pushing them down. They're not allowed to steal. If the ball is loose, then you can take it. But I mean, they're only four and five year olds, so they have like pretty strict rules of what can happen. And, um, all of our kids – oh, also only four kids came, so there was no rotating. They usually have four playing four on four, and then they rotate two in and out. So, I mean, 30 minutes full court is a pretty big game for little kids. Yeah. Um, but they had um, no that's a, rotating in and out. That's a pretty big game for a full-grown adult like me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, there was no rotating in and out um, yesterday, so we knew that it was going to be a pretty exhausting game anyways. But then we had these kids that were – very aggressive, stripping the ball, punching, um, tripping, pushing, elbowing. Um, and then at one time, they, so they had to take mini breaks, just say, oh, the quarter's over or whatever, so the kids could get water and rest a little bit. And Ellie came over and said, they're just stealing from us. They're not playing by the rules. <laughs> and um, her coach came over and said, they're stealing, we're stealing. Go for it, Ellie. And Whoa. she was like, yes. <laughs> so um, it was it it was a must see game. I mean, because w I could not believe what was happening. There was that seems like it's unsportsmanlike behavior. It was totally unsportsmanlike and terrible. And the coach was just letting it happen. Their coach. 
if Mike was here, we'd get an analogy about a dirty NBA player, but I don't really know. <laughs> it was very uh, – well, I think one of the dirtiest players was a, a John Stockton-Carl Malone combination um, <laughs> because that's when I used to watch and the Jazz were a team we, we, we really hated here. And they would actually pinch players, like, under their arms. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was pretty bad. So I'll say that that's what this team was like. A bunch of Carl Malones. <laughs> Mike probably All has right. a more modern day analogy to that. Right. But... <laughs> uh, who is it? I think Delavidova on the Cavs, maybe. I think he's known for being dirty. I don't know. That's about as far as I can go. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of Mike, uh, since he's not here to apologize, I'll apologize on behalf of Mike for not being here. Uh, so this is me speaking as Mike. He didn't write this. I did. Um, but I'm sure he'll approve of it. Uh, dear Wagoneers, uh, I'm sorry that I value gambling and sports over you this week. And shitty fast food breakfast. And yes. alcohol. And alcohol. Yes. Actually, uh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, <laughs> what are we doing? I don't <laughs> We're know. We're the losers. <laughs> uh, so, Mike is sorry. On to your week in review, starting with Monday, episode 2045. They don't make femurs like they used to. Uh, we may need a lady science check on that. Uh, we start with a voicemail from Cam Newton's older brother. Uh Followed by Andrew admitting that he goes back and sometimes tightens up TBTL when they say dumb things. And mainly when he says, he says dumb things. <laughs> uh, I'm not really surprised on that. I guess I'm glad he's earning his keep as a producer of the show. Uh, James Franco's documentary on Saturday Night Live. Luke was raving about that. And a listener writes in to say, longer shows this week, please, because she's getting tattoo work done. Friend of the uh, show, kind of, called um, Amy. Yes, uh, and we're going to rectify that. So for those who are unaware, Amy did an interview show with Mike and Christy, and uh, uh, the pod powers that be ate the tape, <laughs> except it's not the 90s, so they ate the digital <laughs> files. And uh, Meredith and I are going to uh, reboot that interview with Amy soon, so that'll be coming out soon. Uh I want to see Luke her tattoo when it's done. They're so cute. Yeah. She posted them somewhere, maybe just on her own page. Sounds like a, a show picture for the internet. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. <laughs> like, what did uh, Andrew say? The happiest goddamn ice cream cone I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Luke wants to be a DA. Oh my God. And a brain surgeon. Well, you know, he's got a lot of envy issues. Yep. Uh, Talking about the Paula Poundstone audience, because he and Carrie went to see Paula Poundstone over the previous weekend, he says that uh, despite being the public radio crowd, they're still assholes, and the seats are too small. <laughs> this is probably an old-timey theater, you know? Yeah. Those kinds. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. Um, I love Paula Poundstone so much that when I was younger, I had a um, younger meaning like eight and nine. When we first got the VCR, I had a comedy show of hers, probably our first recorded hbo special and i would watch it and i memorized it and i would tell her jokes as her but they didn't really make sense <laughs> because at the time she was like a single cat lady and um 
some of her jokes my sister and I still tell as like inside jokes. Wait, isn't she still a single cat, cat lady? Yes, except now she has a bunch of kids too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And right. she's openly gay. Right. Where she just wore a lot of suits and had a mullet. So mm-hmm. you kind of didn't know. Didn't you, though? Say, I know. Well, I mean, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but same as like Rosie O'Donnell and uh, yeah. Ellen. W- what's really funny is until Rosie came out, people still didn't know. I'm like, really? Really? She wore suits and had a mullet and a bolo tie. Like, those are, those are pretty big. Hey, guess what? <laughs> I don't remember being surprised by that coming out. Yeah. Um, I don't remember when she came out. Was it before or after A League of Their Own? After. It was, when okay. she, it was after she le- left her show. Right. Oh, so it was much later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ellen came out on uh, her TV show, her sitcom. And Rosie came out, I think, once her show was over. Probably network okay. saying not to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could see that. Um, I'm just thinking of all the times that it was pretty obvious. I feel like A League of Their Own is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I have a lot of notes about the Blue Apron ads this week. They're all really quick. Starting with Monday, uh, a Grassanti is a, or rather a Grassini mm-hmm. is a fancy breadstick. And no, I'm not going to go back and clean that up. <laughs> Uh, a Grassini is a fancy breadstick. Uh, top story for Monday was uh, the guys who do reaction videos. Oh, God. Tried to stake their claim as the guys who do reaction videos and then got internet backlash from other people who do reaction videos. Do we need to talk about this? No, but it was pretty great, especially their apology video the next day. Mm-hmm. I just love the, the those back-to-back <laughs> Yeah. The tone well, was mm-hmm. so different. It was like, oh, God. I don't Sorry, get guys. these videos. Um, Ellie is addicted to videos of watching people play video games. And I guess mm-hmm. that's a huge thing. I mean, people- My niece and nephew are addicted to watching videos of people unwrapping boxes. Yes. It's weird, right? Yes. That, I don't get it. And there's also a huge market of kids opening those Kinder Surprise. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's so weird. Do you know what these this things are? This is such are, an argument for not Bobby? having children. I'm aware vaguely. They're like it's little plastic. <laughs> yeah. It, and, and you open them. You don't know what's in them. So it's like baseball cards. <clears throat> so if you get something rare, it's special. But it's just basically a, a shitty plastic toy. Yeah. But they have this huge, huge piece of paper that comes with them that explains all of them. Oh, like these okay. are all the ones you have to collect. And so I think it, it just creates this artificial need to, to yeah. own them all. So this is Happy Meal toys. Um, kind of, but they're illegal in the U.S. So they're they actually, are mm-hmm, the Kinder Kinder toys are. Oh, because they're in chocolate, right? Yeah. So it's chocolate and you eat egg, them. and inside that chocolate egg is a little plastic pellet that opens. Right, a, del- a delicious choking hazard. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what right. they say. So in like America, kids are so stupid that they're just going to eat the plastic inside. I guess. <laughs> So they're fair. actually contraband, yeah. and you and if you bring them into the U.S., it's a fifteen hundred dollar um, penalty. I think per one. Wow. I think I'm. I was talking about something else. There, oh. I know some kids who who you buy a little packet of whatever at the store for mm-hmm. I don't know twenty dollars or some crazy amount, and then it, it's like a set of three different little figurines, mm-hmm. and you have to try and collect them all. And there's like a hundred of them. Oh. I don't remember what they're called. 
Yeah. That's ridiculous, says the guy who had an extensive Beanie Baby collection yeah. in the 90s. <laughs> so did I, Bobby. <laughs> uh, highway sign font talk. The longstanding highway sign font, Highway Gothic, was being uh, upended by Clearview until a recent study just said, nope, Clearview's not all it used to, it's cracked up to be. We're going to go back to Highway Gothic. This is about as interesting as state abbreviation talk. Yeah. I I think it, I don't care about either one of them, but something has to change because they're right. It's hard to read. Is it? I've never had that thought oh, in my yeah. life. Or it needs I, to be all caps or something. Sometimes it is. I, I've got two thoughts. The first is, I think there's a point of just changing out the old signs. Mm-hmm. I think that helps a lot. Yeah, right. And also, I do get that eerie feeling when you go somewhere that doesn't have the road signs that you're used to. Like that something slightly off when the font is yeah, just yeah, a little yeah. bit different. I don't like when it's, they're a different color, like when they're blue street signs yep, yep. instead of green. Right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, license plate talk. The only reason I liked license plate talk was because... Veeves comes in to correct Andrew as he's recording. (laughs) (laughs) We get that from Carrie sometimes, but it's rare to get Veeves on even in the background on the show. So that was fun. Also, I can't remember the context for Andrew Googling uh, best black blank, (laughs) but that was a can of worms. He should have known That's going to follow him around the internet. Uh, Let's skip the email from Monday because it's just about more state abbreviations. (laughs) Uh, Tuesday, 2046 BMI, TMI, uh, it's Groundhog Day, and we open with Needlenose Ned, <laughs> and a promise of no Iowa talk that would last for approximately 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but before Iowa talk, we talk about Groundhogs. There's no more than just Punxsutawney Phil. They run through the whole list. Andrew uh, painfully runs through the whole list. <laughs> Of groundhogs from other places. The gobots of groundhogs, as Luke calls them. Including Dunkirk Dave, who I just want to note is the world's second longest prognosticating groundhog. And that's a that's a near-ish buffalo groundhog. Longest as in time or length of groundhog? Good question. I think time, but they don't clarify. Hmm. So I wanted to have all of the groundhog I look I did some research and looked up the groundhogs from our states like from Dallas and Seattle or or Washington or Texas or whatever and what I've decided is well what's weird is Dallas do you know about this has the second biggest groundhog celebration but it doesn't actually have a groundhog no so the University of Dallas does a huge groundhogs day it's basically a three-day party but it's just someone dressed up in a groundhog costume that dances around. And it's like more that that costume is more well known than their actual mascot. And um, but his name is Groundhog. Like they haven't actually given him an actual <laughs> name. And then what I've decided is the West Coast thinks the Groundhog Day is stupid because we say the East Coast can't can't isn't the boss of our weather, first of all. And in Seattle, we just know that it's going to rain until July. So we don't have groundhogs. We don't care about it. It's a blip on the radar. No one actually knows what it really means. So there's that. It's an East Coast thing. Well, you know what? 
We get to watch Saturday Night Live actually live, so forget you. <laughs> uh, we get Iowa Talk, despite a promise of no Iowa Talk, um, followed by more Blue Apron notes from me, which is just that the Blue Apron spot, they're doing new ones every day this week, and it's actually kind of funny. Um, they talk politics in the Blue Apron spot, and it must have been Andrew who put a bunch of different music underneath as a bed including the theme music from the West Wing, <laughs> which really caught me. Like, I usually speed through the commercials, and uh, I know that music from anywhere. I had to stop and listen. Whatever happened to their Casper bed uh, sponsorship, do you think? I don't know. Um, or Casper mattress or whatever it is. Yeah, the one that you cut open. Now, that's a YouTube video I'll watch. Is somebody opening yeah. a Casper mattress? That actually might be entertaining because I've gotten a, ma a mattress in the mail before and it's so shrink-wrapped that it's actually kind of incredible when you open it yeah. and yeah. it expands. No, I'm, I wasn't kidding. Or um, being hyperbolic, uh, really, go Google videos of people <laughs> opening Casper mattresses. It's kind of amazing. Um, what is really kind of funny is uh, everyone should listen to this podcast called Reply All. And they are they have a Casper mattress as their sponsor, and they just started a brand new concept segment where you they read your dreams. Oh no! <laughs> yep. People send in their dreams, and they read it during the Casper mattress spot. Not only do they read your dreams, but I think it's the latest episode of Reply All actually also did an extended dive on that house in Atlanta. Where all the people go to find their iPhones. It's amazing. And they figured it out and maybe solved the problem. Yeah. I mean, I have like 10 minutes left, so I don't know if they actually did, but they know what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, tune in for the stunning conclusion of a recap of last week's Reply All <laughs> from Gimlet. Uh, your top story from Tuesday is the guy with the tape of Super Bowl One, uh, and his weird backstory, being a furry or not a furry. We get a mention of Cletus, the fox robot. Um, and more of this comes later in the week. Um, but basically, this guy's getting screwed by the NFL, which is not a surprise. Ugh. That's my reaction, too. Yeah. My only thought was I, I wish they would stop calling him a male nurse. He's a nurse. Just, right, yeah. he's a nurse. It's where, yeah. It's like a no, he only, right. he only nurses men. Oh, so that's different. <laughs> Right, it's very. He's different. a prostate nurse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Uh, next story: exercise does not equal weight loss. I don't think that was stunning. That's not news, right? Uh, I've got a quote of Andrew saying, "Tell me more about this hot dog." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, an update on uh, Andrew's ears. Uh, a listener wrote in who had similar sounding problems to Andrew and apparently had a benign ear tumor, um, which got into some weird tumor talk. And uh, I don't know if it was Luke or Andrew. I think it was Luke who said that it should have been signed eating for two in Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> I just want anyone from Tucson to sign something alive in Tucson. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it for Tuesday. Groundhog Day. On to Wednesday, 2047. It's not a scuba. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, title. that was yeah, great. me too. And also the concept is pretty great. Yeah, yep. I think this is the first really great episode of the week. Mm -hmm. um, 
Luke starts with a pun by saying the pod dog smells rough. <laughs> uh, uh, and swears he's going to have to take him to the dog wash at the end of the show, but he doesn't because nope. he still smells <laughs> a couple of Next days later. Uh, and Luke has a cables moment. Uh, bundling, organizing, zip tying all the cables for his technology. And some weird hooks I didn't quite understand. I know what they mean. I love organizing cables. I'm surprised Luke's like Luke likes this. This doesn't seem like his wheelhouse. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, I knew exactly. Instead of zip tying, I don't remember which one of them said to use those Velcro things. Those are much mm-hmm. better. Because you have to add things. And then you don't have right. to cut the zip tie. But um, I did this because I also like to bundle and hate cords everywhere. So I, when I first got my place, I got a flat screen and had it all wired through the wall so you can't see anything. Mm. That was a stupid mistake. Because you have to add things and then pulling it through the wall or it's exactly the right length. So moving furniture is is terrible. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. It does look nice, though. (laughs) Right. You just can't change anything ever. Ever. (laughs) So we're going to come over to play with your Dreamcast. Yeah, I've actually (laughs) had to, when I got rid of my Wii, I actually had to cut the cord from the back. So it's somewhere in the wall. Oh, no. Uh, After Cable Talk, I I don't know whose family it was getting into estate shopping, garage selling. I missed the context for this, but our clip of the week comes from a scene where uh, a family is at an estate sale. And uh, a gentleman is looking to, uh, he's, he's investigating something, an ironing board. <laughs> and the, a woman of the family uh, tells him not to investigate that ironing board. <laughs> I just play, let's just play the clip. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Get your shit hooks off that ironing board. <laughs> <laughs> For once, I think we stopped talking just long enough to land the clip with no extra editing. <laughs> Um, do you have any commentary about get your shit hooks off that ironing board? I think we can agree that all of the best one-liners come from someone in Andrew's family. Yeah. Like, what was it? A uh, shit salesman with a mouthful of samples? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they all seem to have shit in them, too. Know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but what, that's really funny, though, because he was so limited on what he could watch, and it seemed that his family was very conservative, but they have a lot of these one-liners with shit in them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that, let's get to the meat of Wednesday. Uh, Luke is very personally upset because he got a ticket from a camera <laughs> for doing 26 and a 20, a school zone. Wow. And he believes that the camera shouldn't be able to write him that ticket because it's not sporting. he also said something that (laughs) as if because he he doesn't have a history of murdering people in his car the camera (laughs) the camera should know that and be like oh he he's okay this time let's let him get away with this one this was incredible to me anyone who's had issues with vehicular manslaughter should be allowed to drive but should definitely have some sort of chip in their car (laughs) 
Now, my so <laughs> this going twenty in a school zone. When I moved to Texas a few years ago, I was driving around one day, and I, I was like, "Why are we all going twenty miles an hour? What's happening?" Like everybody slowed way, way, way down, and I didn't understand why until I finally saw, "Oh, it's a school zone." They have these in Detroit, but no one cares. I have never slowed down for a school zone until I moved to Texas. That's scary. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Detroit is, you know, a little rough, right? But even in the suburbs. So, uh, I don't know. It it's it's become a thing now. My husband when we first moved here too, my husband was was going through a school zone and he was going 24. And it was 20, but the sign was covered up, so he didn't even know. There was nobody else around, so he didn't even know he was in a school zone, and he got a ticket for that. So they don't mess around, and that's why. But I guess in Michigan, no one enforces it. <laughs> Clearly, that cop uh, or camera or whatever that got Duff was, was uh, persecuting him personally. It was a real-life cop, and uh, he has never murdered anyone with his car before. Not with his car. Let's he, not with say. his car. I mean... Did, Question. I have to did, add that. Caveat. Did he explain to the cop that he had never murdered anyone with his car? He's new to town. Maybe the cop didn't know. No. Um, for some reason, that didn't occur to him as, as relevant. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know, Luke's argument about maybe it just shouldn't be 20 miles an hour, whatever. Um, of course, if it was 30 and then he got a ticket for doing 36 and a 30, he'd still be upset. Right. Well, there's uh, around here... There's um, where it will be 25 while during school hours or while something's flashing. And then other than that, it's just normal, whatever, right. 30 mm-hmm. or 35. Yeah, there's like two windows of time where you have to go 20 <laughs> here. And it's like in the morning when they're all getting dropped off and in the mm-hmm. afternoon when they're leaving because there's kids everywhere. And right. they really are. They're trying to cross the street. They're walking down the sidewalk. Um, and so 422 didn't seem like a crazy time. <laughs> to right. have to go 20 miles an hour. He also said something like, well, it's not safe for kids to cross the street. And I was like, well, yeah, not when people like you are driving <laughs> down it. Of course not. <laughs> well, I thought that uh, when Andrew said, I don't want to talk about this because then we won't be friends. <laughs> That's how I felt. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, no, four o'clock is when kids are. Yeah. Like they're sports and band and they're walking home. And that's like a critical time. Right. right. Adnan's in the library yes, with Asia, but exactly. everyone else. And there's snow coming, but they don't right. know. Ice. Just an ice, ice storm. storm. Uh, I love Luke. But this is one of the things that kills me is when he makes his case and Andrew calls him out on it as being bullshit. And then we spend 20 minutes where he's backpedaling and adding more and more reasons why he's not in the wrong. <laughs> and it just gets really tiring. Yeah. Um. You know he's just going to file the shaggy defense Mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. Of course he is. And I probably would, too, if I got that ticket, because I would be mad and I would learn my lesson, but I still don't want to pay it. That's a hefty ticket. Mm -hmm. I think the one Duff got was, too. Yeah, I think the one he got for four miles over. It's like double in a school zone. Was that, yeah. yeah. As it should be. I mean, you know, there's kids walking all over Mm -hmm. the place. Lesson learned. Uh, Wednesday continues. Andrew has two cars. Well, he and Veeves have two cars, but they rarely drive anymore. They Uber a lot. He comes up with the idea for Uber scooters, <laughs> hence Scoober. I love it. Another Blue Apron note. Um, I just love that they mentioned their friend Newman. Yeah. <laughs> and how Blue Apron could help him with the ladies. 
Uh, top story Wednesday, Staten Island. Let's be honest. The Luke's ticket was the real top story, but the official top story for Wednesday, Staten Island Chuck was the groundhog that Bill de Blasio, uh, dropped and killed, but not because it was, uh, Chuck's stunt double whose name I forgot to write Charlotte, down. his Charlotte. grand groundhog, groundhog, right. groundhog, um, <laughs> Here's my thought with groundhogs. I don't think anyone cares which groundhog it is. It's the Dread Pirate Roberts of groundhogs. Just pass the name on. Yeah. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's like, uh, there's a place in Georgia, I believe, like University of Georgia, and they have a bulldog because that's their mascot. And they just keep calling it the same thing, but like three or four or five. Right. This is what my grandmother did with her animals. She always had a dog. It was always a Scotty. She always had a cat. It was always gray. The dog was always named Puck. The cat was always named... What was the cat's name? Scotty or something like that? It was weird because the dog was a Scotty. Oh. So she she just would replace them and give them the same exact name. Yeah, I like it, it. You never have to get a new personalized food bowl. Right. <laughs> she never had to remember a new name. Right. Andrew doesn't like that we pardon turkeys and yeah. i mean we don't but he doesn't like that the president <laughs> pardons turkeys it's, it's ridiculous and i the, i think it was this thanksgiving where obama said this is stupid it is stupid it's so dumb because yeah we're killing all the others yes it's, I, it's ridiculous not to get too political but uh among the other great things obama has done uh luke's dad I'm amazed this is really the first we're hearing much of this. Luke's dad had a stroke a year and a half ago and uh, preaches the the strengths of Obamacare for for taking care of him. Mm -hmm. I vaguely remember him mentioning yeah, this. Yeah, he just, yeah, he didn't say the Obamacare piece, but he did say, oh, my dad had a stroke, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. I think, yeah, but, uh, you know, he really got into it a little bit. Mm -hmm. We get more real mm -hmm. straight Luke talk later in the week, but... Um, just kind of a passing real Luke moment. Mm -hmm. uh, a real Andrew moment. Andrew had hot dogs for lunch. And then felt sick. <laughs> I didn't think that hot dogs were a thing that adults plan to eat at their house for meals. <laughs> I assume he went to the hot dog stand uh, on the way to the gym. Oh, okay. Then that's, I feel like that's okay. I don't know. Is it Unless it's like barbecue season. Right, like you're having a cookout. I don't remember the last time I had a hot dog. You never came home and there was just a pack of hot dogs thong in the sink? No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> or eat them raw. Have you ever done that? When I was a kid, yeah. yeah. Of like course. Time. That's like a latchkey kid thing. Yep. 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 That and ramen, those were my mm -hmm. staples. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Microwaving ramen. Yep. Or just eating the dry noodles. Uh, we get Jeremy, listener Jeremy's grandfather's song. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yep. That was the best thing about Groundhog's Day besides the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Luke tells us he wants to sell his Chris Craft. That's the bigger of his two boats. That was the boat show fame, right? That's the one they yep. slept on. Okay. Yep. Uh what the old joke is too happy a stay in a boat owner's life. TBTL is going to encapsulate 
Yeah. Both of them, Both if you can those. find someone to buy this damn yeah. boat. It's, I bet uh, maybe Carrie pulled a, pulled the famous Jen line. You can keep the boat or we get divorced. I don't care which. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andrew talked to an Uber X driver who drove Susan Sarandon. <laughs> End Exciting. of episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really out with a whimper. Yeah. Um, Thursday, 2048. Please clap. Andrew's drinking tea because he didn't have any coffee yet, and it's faster, and he's is double it, bagging. Is it? Mm, can be. I think it can be. Sometimes if, got... if I'm lazy, I'll make tea instead of coffee. Okay. But do you double bag? No, because I have high caffeine black tea bags for that exact reason. Oh, really? Is it a They have like double brand? the caffeine. Mm, I don't know. I guess so. It, it's specifically labeled as like double the caffeine of regular oh, tea. Oh, can you tell me about it? Sure. Okay. I'll take a picture of it. Okay. And send it to you. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> and no. It just no. tastes no. like black tea. Please tell her now. Let's let's tell an extended <laughs> tea bag story. <laughs> She's like, okay, just a minute. I have to go get it. I'm gonna go. Yeah, hold on. I'll go check the kitchen. Now it is an episode of TBTL. <laughs> yep. Uh, Luke ran into Addie and Hans, her maybe boyfriend getting donuts. Mm-hmm. Um. I hadn't thought about the ramifications of Luke and Carrie living in the same town as Addie. That's got to kind of suck for her. No, I think I mean, she they're likes close. her. They're, they're, they have an age difference that they could actually be friends. That's true. I mean, like, our, our Bobby and I's age difference is almost Addie and Luke's. <laughs> right? I mean, it's not quite that big. But, but you know, like, they could, yeah. you could be colleagues as um as uh, th- their age difference is smaller than mine and mike's right so right i mean i don't think and i think that she genuinely likes to hang out with him yeah now that she's older i mean before it was probably yeah. like oh dad he's trying to be cool again but i had a similar relationship with my dad he's i mean he had me when he was like 24 or 25 or something but um i lived in an apartment a few blocks away from him when I was in college and I would run into him at the bar and, yeah. <laughs> and it was great. It was fun. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, he, he was, all my friends liked him. He was fun to hang out with. It wasn't like, Oh God, what am I doing? And, and, and when I was underage and doing illegal things, that was a different story. Yeah. But in college it was fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have the same with my dad if I lived in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. hanging out with yeah. him. Yeah. I, my mother and I, so we're fairly close. She was young when she had me, but, um, but I still hate her. So <laughs> no, I just, I, I don't think we would have that same dynamic that yeah. Luke and Eddie have. But I wanted to talk about this donut shop. Um, it is amazing. And I don't really like donuts and I, I've never been to Peter Pan donuts in New York, but I would put these up against those. Interesting. The, these were amazing. And they What's would it called again. Lafines. I put the spelling in the show sheet if you want to see it. Um, and it was just kind of a, crappy it looks a little bit fancier they now serve espresso and ice cream so i was a little bummed about that but it still has like the cooler with the pepsi old pepsi sign that you just grab your drinks and um tons of different flavors and i had a friend once who got a birthday cake that was a maple bar from there so a giant maple bar yeah i mean it's it's very good i'm i'm on i'm sure Next time you I'm in town, let's drive to Bellingham. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, there's so much good food stuff in Bellingham. Well, as you know, uh, I'm going to be in Seattle for like many days oh at the gosh. end of March. So maybe we can make that happen. And also, as long as I'm talking about it, um, I had the idea yesterday that I would like to take a day trip to Vancouver. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's perfect to, to stop to, by to, in Bellingham. Yeah, to fill the car with snacks. So <laughs> um, I've also just never seen Vancouver. So oh, gosh. And I've seen it in all the things that are filmed there, but I've never actually been there. So um, Also, you'll be able to see my TBTL-inspired brick that I have put in at Western. Uh-huh. I, I um, just put, you know, my year or whatever and then put RAR. And I just... Imagine Addie like walking to school and going, oh, fuck, they're everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, More about that later. Uh, My only other notes from that from that run in. uh, I know it's incredibly stereotypical of me. um, But when I hear that Addie is dating a guy named Hans, I I just think he's a German terrorist. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So watch out, Addie. Uh, we start in on the Jeb Please Clap clip, um, which leads into the introduction of Chris Hayes in Manch Vegas uh, and a delightful chat with Chris about mm. TBTL and politics and running into a 10, caucusing in Iowa, Libby, and come and go in Iowa. <laughs> the first place I ever saw that come and go station was in Oklahoma. Oh, so so they've spread the as far as then. And I See, took a picture of it. I was I was amazed. You can come and go all over. Yeah. I don't want to talk about politics too much, but Christy, Washington State is a caucus mm-hmm. state. It's really fun. Every, everyone knows that, right? Yeah. Like everyone who lives in Washington knows that? Of course. Well, if you vote. <laughs> Except yeah. Luke, because not all heroes wear capes or vote. <laughs> Well, we do have a we have a really weird thing where we don't have um, places we don't have polling places anymore. It's all um, absentee ballots. Um, so he could have got confused because the last time we did caucus was for the Hillary Obama that that cycle because you don't when you have a incumbent you don't right. um, caucus for them. So. It could have been that it was a long time ago, and now we have this primary voting uh, paper ballot thing. So, I mean, I don't know. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. Hmm. It's not like these guys ever had to fill hours upon hours of news talk radio. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this is the first time we've caucused in eight years, and it's pretty exciting. Bobby, do you guys have that? No, we're a primary state. Oh, my God. You would be, you would love it. I'm a, I'm a poll worker. Okay. So, yeah. Say so I actually manage a, a a voting site. Of course um, you do because you're an eighty year old man. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well yeah, I would be a poll worker too, but we don't have those anymore. Right. But um, um caucusing, I think you would love it. You would have like a little notebook and a pencil and <laughs> taking down everything and it's it's really fun. It's like um being in a really fun debating and you're you fill the the school and whatever your school is, you you have different things. So like, all the Hillary people go into here, and then you try to get people over, kind of like a red rover. Like, oh, if you do this, <laughs> then we'll do this. And it's, I think it's really fun. The problem is that it's not until late March, so it's almost over by then. Right. So we yeah, need Rhode to Island move it up. Primaries never matter either. Uh, 
CBS is auditing Luke's expenses for his meal per diems. Oh, he's trying to scam. Because he double counted. And he Do owes you think he did bucks. that on purpose? No. no. I don't think so either. He needs to keep better track of it. Um. Honestly, I, I would do the same thing probably. If I just if I was getting a per meal per diem, I would probably just find a receipt that fit every meal mm-hmm. and just try to maximize it. It's not a lot of money. I'm surprised it was only ten dollars. Well, he, that was the maximum for lunch. So if you spend he, over that you only get ten dollars back. Oh yeah. Oh well he should have yeah. just gone to Starbucks or something. Right. Well, but the problem is uh he got double expensed because somebody else picked it up. On a CBS tab, I think mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah, yeah. They and CBS actually, no- I was mainly amazed that somebody at CBS noticed. Yeah, that's, a ten dollars yeah, good auditing. double. Yeah. Um, that I think that's what the NCIS team does when they're not making new episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, top story from Thursday is these uh, true crime stories because Adnan Syed's trial, uh, not trial, his hearing to have his trial retried. Yeah is yeah. going on and it got luke thinking about these true crime stories in general so serial season one the durst story uh making a murderer all that and whether or not we should be enjoying them uh my only note from all of that talk is that durst got in trouble after all he did because he stole a sandwich from wegmans mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're gonna steal a sandwich from somewhere wegmans is a great choice because the sandwiches are amazing but a terrible choice because the security is really tight well, and also, and you're I say that as a someone, billionaire. Right. right. I say that as someone with, with idiot friends who've been thrown out of Wegmans' <laughs> for stealing. I so. uh, love Wegmans. I've been listening to the Adnan updates. Me too. With great interest. And it's also yep. just reminded me how boring Bo Bergdahl is. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because it was sandwiched. They had an yes. uh, update like one then an episode of the boat and then mm-hmm. another update and no <laughs> yeah yeah uh we get some listener emails about the super bowl one tape uh followed by a news hug <laughs> i which, love that term i remember that from his show mm-hmm. yeah uh unfortunately the news hug drifted into a long conversation about the lineup of musicians in the news the backup band for huey lewis <laughs> That was not a hug. <laughs> not opposite of a hug. Uh, to Friday 2049, The Hunt for Fresh October, which I thought was a great mm-hmm. episode name. <laughs> uh, Rudy Still Smells, as I mentioned before. <laughs> and a listener named Adam uh, wrote a message to Luke and Andrew, I think, to Andrew as well, um, saying that he's quitting the show because of something that was said on Wednesday. Do you, could you af- figure it out? Wednesday. Nope. I bet you had speeding ticket talk. That was infuriating. I don't know. Yeah, but that's... Maybe it's because I mean, Andrew lot. had hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm looking and I I really don't know. Because wasn't Tuesday the, the political talk? If Adam is listening, I don't know if he is. He might have quit it total. Please tell us exactly what it was. Yeah, no, for real. Um... Is it because Luke is giving up the dream and selling the boat? That was Wednesday. They don't like groundhogs? I like that they... Oh, he would have been done after Tuesday. I like that they've coined that as a phrase, that you're going to Adam the show. Adaming. (laughs) That's the best part about that. (laughs) Uh, Before we get back to more Adams, 
because there's a lot of Adam in this episode. Uh, Luke has been getting updates of what's going on on Facebook through Carrie. I love and, that Andrew came up with this whole scenario that Carrie leaves her laptop open and Luke. <laughs> right. He can't. He can't help it. Yeah. He can't resist <laughs> the siren call of of an open Facebook page. This is when I think if Mike was here, he would he would have a, a fair amount of rage for this. We all just need to carry concierge. Yep. He gave up social media, but not really. All he did was put all the weight on her to curate it for but him. But she has to filter what's useful right. and what's and not. Do now. you know what I kind of love, though, is that it's her. I could see her because I would do this. Her way of passive aggressively correcting him in his issues because she's like, mm, people are thinking that you're being a little entitled lately. With the yeah, so if, if they agree with her, right. then she reports it. I would do that. I would do it, too. I have uh, a Twitter concierge, says, which is Jeremy. Yeah. He tells me. Who says it even has to start with um, with things people are saying and her being selective? Maybe it's just like, hey, Luke, people on Facebook are wondering why you're not helping more with the dishes. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that it did get reported back to him that... She does all the she's doing all the remodeling for the house. Right. That's not a secret. Yeah. She puts that all on Facebook. I know. Uh, I was thinking um, that he was sort of abusing her love by sort of leaning on her to do this. But but maybe you guys are right. Maybe she's using this as a tool to manipulate yeah. him. <laughs> I mean, I have it a feeling she wouldn't do this if she didn't want to. It's it, it's not manipulating. It's actually like actual things people are saying. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, Luke gets really emotional in this episode, and it starts actually with his being sensitive. And I, I only wrote sensitive because I don't like the word butt hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I totally could have used the word butt hurt about the boats. And this is not a recent thing, but this is something that Mike and, his, and me, to a lesser extent, uh, among other people, have been really hard on Luke about, which is, oh, all your boats, using the TPTL money to go buy another boat. Luke's armada of boats. <laughs> but you say it tongue-in-cheek as a joke. Yeah. There are people who are actually like, I just gave you $50 for the year, and you're going to Vegas? These right. are the same people who, when they get pulled over by a cop, say, I pay your salary yep. and you're giving me a ticket. Exactly. Yeah. Or I pay, I donate and you're talking about football. I'm, I'm pulling my donation. And those people are idiots. Yes. Yep. And if you're listening and you're not, but if you are, feel free to add them because the show <laughs> yeah. is for tens of tens. Like <laughs> you're welcome to add them this show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Please add them your way out. <laughs> uh. So he gets in on that. Uh, I like that TBTL has an old pair of shoes. That was a nice analogy. Yeah, it sounded like it sounded like he was on our show answering the question, "Why does TBTL matter to you?" Yeah, um, and that'll never happen. So no, that's as close as he doesn't know we exist. <laughs> we continue on with more license plate talk, including Luke, who likes the LA law branded. California but the license best part plate is, style. He didn't even remember what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said it was didn't cursive. Didn't he say it was cursive? And LA. And it's cursive. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's uppercase. Very, it looks like Clearview. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Uh, talk of short socks because of TBTL being an old pair of shoes. Yeah, and... you remember that pom pom thing? You don't? Oh, I right. Don't. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. That's Maybe total... I only had long socks. When I was total a kid. girl socks. You might the be out of the age yeah. range. They were very seventies, eighties. I was, a, I mean, I was born in 81, but my mom was very ungirly. So anything with like, you know, ruffles or frills yeah. was not so allowed. Because they would be pink and purple. Okay. and Yeah. They'll come back eventually okay. as a style thing. Um, we define Adaming as we've already used it. Um, and we get talk of Luke's half-brother, Adam, um, which we can just sort of say quickly... Uh, shit well, got real. Bobby, Sorry, what, what would you do? Because you have a similar situation. Would you friend that friend, the half brother? I do have a similar situation and I have no idea what I would do. Um, I don't, I, I was, I don't have a lot of commentary for this. I guess what I would say is if you don't, if you didn't listen to Friday's yeah. show, you should just go listen to Friday's show. Um, yeah, it's not that I don't want to talk about myself. Mm. I talk about myself all the time. I was raised by a single mother. My father is out there in the world, but we have not been introduced. Uh, and I know, actually, I have a half-sister, so like I know that's a possibility. Um, but, um, yeah, I you know, I'll put it this way. I found mm-hmm. her but on Facebook. Push the friend button. <laughs> and I have not friended her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know who I am. So, or at least I don't think she knows who I am. And so... You know, that's a level of explaining I don't right, really feel like right. doing to someone. I totally get where Luke's coming from about not really wanting to open that can of worms. Like, I, I get and, what and, he's saying. I mean, saying. probably for not necessarily Luke, because he went on to have a great life or whatever and a loving, supporting family. But what would he say to this Adam? Yeah, like, your dad saw me once and and then was a total jerk. You know what I mean? And didn't have his responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And they have two right. different versions of what this man was. Well, maybe Adam yeah. wasn't a big fan either. You never know. They could commiserate. Yeah. Or maybe someone's right. going to need a kidney someday. Yeah. True. Uh, top story, Sky Jinx, American Airlines, and United are bringing back what snacks. What are those really snacks? I mean, Alaska already gives something like that. The little baggie with the pretzels and the... What yeah, do you and, get, yeah. like a snack mix? Because Southwest, they'll give you pretzels or peanuts, like good old airline snacks. And I love them. And they'll give mm-hmm. you, like, you can ask for more. So I'll often get peanuts because they're more substantial. And if I'm actually hungry, it will take care of it. So did these other airlines just not yeah, I, even have those? I feel like it's only American and United that didn't. Because I've recently flown mm-hmm. Delta and I got snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I've flown... JetBlue fairly recently, which I love. Uh, If it's not Alaska, it's JetBlue, hopefully. And I got snacks. And Virgin Um, is like a snack snack party. party. Well, yeah, but Virgin's just a party party. (laughs) And an alcohol party. Right. (laughs) Um, So I think it's just these two cheap-ass airlines are bringing back the snacks. Yeah, that's also Um, not news. I wanted to... Luke will never listen to this, but if someone can reiterate this to him. If you fly Delta, you get Alaska Miles. They're a partnership. So you don't have to take three layovers. Yeah. Really? (laughs) Uh. 
<laughs> what? How does he not Come know on. that? That's funny. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, okay. he's taking a, he's going to get in at a crazy time. He's going to be traveling for 12 hours just so he can get Alaska miles when they're partners. You get the same. Luke mentions that he used to get the Alaska cheese plate before a VB6 and now he gets the tapas <laughs> thing. That's a mistake. You should just forego your VB6 and get the Alaska cheese plate. I feel, it's like like when the... you're, uh, oh, I feel like when you're traveling, no VB6. Right. Or just when you're being offered an amazing yeah. cheese plate. Or go by the time. So his time cut off is six. He should get to count the current time of where he's landing. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Any excuse to eat it's, an Alaska cheese really plate. <laughs> and I will tell you that they don't get those things for free. No shit. That's, that's the next yeah, thing. I rolled my eyes needed. so hard that they almost, I went blind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you rolled your eyes harder than when somebody microwaves fish oh. and broccoli at work. Those are the two uh. worst things, right? And burnt popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Um, Luke puts two bags in the overhead bin. Why does he choose to tell us these things? But do you think, I mean, do you think he's, He's wrong in this situation. No, but is I, that think a, I don't think there's they anything take wrong up with the that. Same no, there's nothing wrong space. with that. But the question is, do they actually take up the same amount of space? <laughs> yeah, right. well, I, I think Luke is really proud of his bending the rules. Yeah. Yes. Look mm-hmm. what I'm getting away with. I think. But I don't mean? know if he's really getting away with anything. Like, I usually will put my purse under the mm-hmm. seat in front of me. If I'm in bulkhead, they put it above in the in the storage. Right. But, Right, because you can't, you don't have a seat in front of you. That's not a scandal. I'll tell you the reason for boarding early is because people are lazy and rude, and they get they carry as many bags as they can get away with, and they put it as soon as they get on because they don't want to deal with it. Yeah. They don't want to carry it the extra few feet to their actual seat. So by the time you're actually loading, if you're in the front of the plane, everything's taken because right. people are rude. This is yep. why I like Southwest. <laughs> Yes, you like Southwest because they have snacks and you can board I really early. like their boarding. I do. Yeah, I just, I don't like being cattle. <laughs> and I don't like having to take four flights home from Denver over the well, summer. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't like that either. Yeah. Um, seltzer water talk. Uh, it's bad for your teeth. <sighs> but only if you drink a ton of it for a long time. Just like anything else. It's better, yeah, than, it's soda. better than soda. Yeah. But that woman's article was amazing. Yeah, oh she's gosh. a great writer. Do you guys have a soda? That was stream? really fun. Do any of you have this? When yep. she yes. described it as oh, yeah. farting out the last thing, <laughs> that is the perfect. I always just because Jeremy has one. He's addicted to soda water too. I just always say like, "Can you make me a?" <laughs> <laughs> and he knows what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the comparison to drinking booze all day. And, and Andrew's saying that he can't drink booze all day because if he did, he wouldn't have anything to look forward to at the end of the day. That was an yeah. interesting slip. <laughs> oh, it's a really dark yeah. place. Yeah. Uh, music for your weekend. Uh, Andrew brings us Jonathan Richmond's parties in the USA. Luke brings a, an interstitial piece called Bayo by mm-hmm. Earth, Wind, and Fire. I think... I just in the notes, I realized I wrote Earth Wide and Fire. It should be like a weird fat guy cover band <laughs> for Earth Wind and Fire. 
Ed Lister, Jack led uh, Walter Martin down by the singing sea. That's music for your weekend. That's a good um, song. Which apparently is a great video too. I haven't had a chance to go look yet. Um, with that, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Okay. Christy. I have a lot. Um, let's see. If you, I, I want to do a week or a couple weeks where we replay Mike's episode kind of revamped. So if you have, if you've listened to the, the, I think is it a four or five part series, five part. I believe it's four parts questions. and then a part that was okay. questions. So we'll do five. If, if you've listened to, I've reached out to a few people that I want to hear from, but um, if you've listened to the Mike's five part series and have questions, follow up questions or want to know some stuff, um, send me questions or record yourself like Dawn did on your, you can do it on your smartphone, just a voice recording and email it to the little red bandwagon at gmail.com. So that, cause I want to build something that's pretty great. And let's see, I have a whole sheet because I have a lot of listener feedback. Um, Shana, I'm going to say this wrong. Shana Gratton of Minnesota, uh, Minnesotan wants us to know that Livewire is coming to St. Paul and Shannon and Heidi, the Latin translator, are going to have a TENS meetup. There's a Facebook, we'll put the link in, there's a Facebook page for the event and um, they want to get that going. So if you are from Minnesota or plan on coming in for that taping, they would love to see you. Um, let's see. As far as, oh, so this one is um, good for today. Bob Stein just recently archived the two-year-ago um, Super Bowl episode. And he... Can you guys hear me? Okay. I just want yep. to check in. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> he wrote me this email and he said, Lord, help me. That was the longest slog through the most mind-numbing, boring episode of TBTL. Oh, it was the day after the NFC Championship. The Hawks won in 2015 and was essentially a 72 minute no point conversion. Not being a sports ball type of guy, I usually enjoy the no point conversion just to hear people's takes on it. But this was torture. I understand being a fan, so I share their excitement, but I'd rather listen to sports radio than this. So that's. <laughs> wow. <laughs> thought that that was funny because we'll probably have a similar one, probably not 72 minutes on Monday, but. Definitely a huge chunk of it. And Colleen mm. wrote a really funny <laughs> thing. She's she's had to do some pretty terrible weeks. I mean, anyone that's had to do a, a Sasquatch week or a um, bumper shoot week are usually, you know, I call them super fans. Or a solo. Or solo week. So she writes, and she actually gave up. This is the first time anyone's ever given up, and I totally understand. Oh, no. She said, so I've done Monday and Tuesday this week. Luke has a cold and spends the <laughs> spends the episodes loudly snarfing snot. I can't do it. I keep trying, oh, I but I can't. This. Can I trade Wednesday through Friday for another weekend? <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't blame her. She's got three bumper shoot episodes <laughs> no, coming exactly. her way. So I uh, I traded those out. Pro I sorry for the person <laughs> that I gave that to. Um, <laughs> and I just wanted to do a little bit. Uh, I wanted to thank Jack Taylor 
Anne Lundholm, and Elizabeth Chiavetta. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Chiavetta. fancier than I was saying. Um, for their pledge donations. And what we ended up with were six people did ten weeks and twelve people did five. So that was a really great turnout. And um, Colleen gave a procrastinator's pledge, which is whoever finished, she extended it one week. So anyone who finished five or ten within this Sunday, by the this Sunday at midnight, she would give, she would match that donation. So, so far, one. One person finished ten. And then <laughs> I gave an, I like to give nicknames. So Jeremy, our, our, I always pronounce it wrong. He's my favorite, Jeremy. And Sarah Settlemeyer is the repo man. So I always give her the weeks that I take away from people because they're being too slow. I have a question about your okay. favorite, Jeremy. Where does your Jeremy land? <laughs> no, uh, I think he's like fourth or fifth. Jeremy Irons. Oh, right, because of Holmes and Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. <laughs> yeah. A Jeremy oh, that Jeremy. hasn't been born yet. Is there, is... And then... I was gonna say, is it like a is it like an NFL trade for a crappy player, a Jeremy <laughs> right. to be named later? I can't commit to the third Jeremy. <laughs> right. So you get a you get a late round Jeremy Jaff pick in twenty seventeen. <laughs> exactly. All Just right, check. So that's all my Christie's corner spelled with K's. Of course. <laughs> Phyllis gets all P's. Well, thank you, Christy. <laughs> All right, Christy's Corner, thank you. Meredith, do you have any uh, news for us? <laughs> no. Great. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm going to be in Seattle at the end of March. Details to follow. Um, just so happens it's going to be right around the time of our 100th episode. So uh, maybe Christy with a K and I will get something cooking. Or we'll just go out a to a fancy dinner and no one else gets to know. <laughs> All that sweet, sweet sticker money. If if there's any left after Mike puts it all black. on black. <laughs> well, me and Mike could record and you two could call in okay. from the restaurant. <laughs> Just between right. courses. But we'll, we'll talk about updates. how weird and annoying it is the whole time. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Here's how you can get involved, guys, with the show LittleRedBandwagon.com on Facebook at Little Red Bandwagon or the Stens page, our Twitters. Christy with a K. Is it Kissy Eyes with a K? K I S S I E Y E S. Meredith underscore Mahan. No Y. M H H A N. And I'm at R L Pape. Mike, if you want to heckle him about Vegas today, uh, at Drew McFrizz. And uh, Christy's fifth or sixth or seventh favorite Jeremy is at Dadstronaut. The show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. You can email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail at 802 432 tbtl that number also accepts your text messages uh and with that uh did i see an announcement about news about nerd out yes Loud? we will be recording tonight i saw something about contract <laughs> negotiations <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll see i mean i'm uh knee deep in wedding planning two different weddings right now so we'll see i did like my contract for my second job ended so that took that off my plate, but it's happening. All right, then. So now you have time to gossip yeah, about I your old learned, job. Um, I learned how to uh, use Slack 
And so that's really great in the planning. So we'll see. Hear that potential sponsor <laughs> slack? Get at us. With that, Christy, get us out of here. Until next time, this is the next party. Oh boy, no mic. Uh, we love you, Jen. <laughs> Never wait for cake. Wow, we hit the cycle there. I like that. Nailed it. You clapped. Oh, I thought that was a recording. It was so good. <laughs> I just always say, like, can you make me a... (laughs) (laughs) And he knows what I mean.